Thank you guys and welcome back to another episode of Chats and Vibes with Miss T, uncut and unscripted. Joining me this evening is Miss Erica and Miss Lady B. I want each one of you to introduce yourselves and your platform that you represent. Uh, go ahead and start with you, Miss Lady B. Thank you for having me, Miss T. Uh, first, I'd like to say um, hey uh, to Miss Erica. Um, I'm hey. looking forward to us cutting up tonight with Miss T. Yes. <laughs> I, I am Lady B. I have I am the host of the podcast Unapologetically Living, a lifestyle podcast where we discuss everything from uh, marriage to uh, politics, entrepreneurship, to be your unapologetically be your best self, whatever that may be in your business, in your relationships, um, with your family or with your friends, whoever. Um, as, as well as also, I am a serial entrepreneur. If you are in the Houston, Texas area, I am a mobile notary, and I do real estate loan closing and field inspections. Awesome. Alrighty, and you, Erica? My name is Erica Warren. I am here in Hammond, Louisiana. I am the co-host of the Dope Discussions with Erica podcast with my boy Gator Live. We do a, a, a live YouTube show every Sunday, 6.30 Central Standard Time, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. And I am also a self-love coach for women, virtual self-love coach. I help women you know, build up their confidence, get their love back for their self. I also help them to recover and heal from a breakup or a divorce, you know, and then once they go through their healing process, I help them to get back out there in the dating dating world whenever they feel like they're ready. Okay. So you ain't tell me you was a matchmaker now. Well, I ain't going to say I'm a matchmaker, <laughs> but I'm going to get you ready get for you your match. match. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that. So this evening, I wanted to talk to you guys because I was thinking the other day, I don't know if you guys have ever had um, premonitions or um, epiphanies, but I have had both in my life. And for some reason, I'm like, you know what? I, I want to hear other people's uh, stories, tales, remedies, superstitions, stuff that we have heard probably since we were very young that came from like our family our village friends family um and i want to start with you erica and ask you this one question where do you think the root of all of these quote unquote wives tales as our people call them how do you think they got started i think they got started back when our people were slaves mm -hmm. and you know, they had these different, you know, ways that they had to navigate in order to keep themselves safe, in order to keep their beliefs going, in order to believe in something. And uh, and I think it just got passed down. And a lot of times when we inherit those superstitions and those old wives tales, we don't even question where it came from, who was the first person to, to do this, and what was the reasoning behind it. We just pick it up and we run with it. Because mm -hmm. I was I was very, very superstitious about putting my purse on the floor. I thought that meant that was going to make my money run out. I heard my grandma say that. that's what they said, that you would never have no money. 
Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't put my purse on the floor, but my money's still yeah. running out. So I don't think this working. No, exactly. <laughs> I, I remember hearing that. Um, and I, I went to thinking, asking myself, I'm like, you know, it does have to start somewhere. And just like any chain, the story is going to change at some point down the line. When it goes from this person to that person, somebody go add to it, take from it, twist it around and about. So, Lady B, do you think that our people or people in general were just that bored in their life that they just started making up stuff? Or is it because, come on now, some of this stuff. It is. It has some kind of logic to it, but as I've been researching and reading stuff now, and I'm looking at it, this shit ain't possible. You know, this stuff can't happen in real life. So, do you think our people are just that bored? Was this a way of entertainment, Lady B, or do you? What, what do you think? What do you think? From just, I think that um, a little bit of what Erica was saying, um, it goes back to the. Uh, Back to our years of the beginning of when we first came over and we was repressed. Mm -hmm. You know, you know anything, especially with African culture, we're very spiritual people. And so I think that it is deeply rooted into spiritualism, um, especially us that have ancestors that came from the South. Mm -hmm. They have a whole nother spiritualism culture than like even what they had in the North at that time. And like she said, it kind of gave them a coping mechanism of how they was able to protect themselves mentally from, you know, being stressed because of their current situations. Like you remember, I don't know if you heard, they were singing old ne Negro spirituals. That's where they came from. Gospel music came from old Negro spirituals, the Dr. Watts, they call them. Um, and that's what they were seeing to, to take themselves mentally away from the actual physical uh, you know, suppression that they were in, mm -hmm. that they were locked up and they couldn't be free. So they were seeing themselves to joy. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that's where those tales and things got passed down because that was how they saw as their protection mode to mentally cope with. To kind of get away. Through. They couldn't get away yeah, physically. Yeah, they had all these, because um, they had several of them, like uh, Erica was saying with the person on the floor. I know my grandmother, she's from um, South Carolina. She was a stickler about splitting poles. That separates families. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and still to this day, I won't let my teenagers split a pole with me. Are you serious? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, some of these tales were a bit like far-fetched but some yeah. of them mm -hmm. they do make you think and the one for me or actually a couple and y'all probably can um think of some also is definitely when women are pregnant and they carry children yes the one for me that i thought was some logic behind as i was growing up was the fact when you hear them say that if you carry the baby high then it's a boy because he's strong and he can keep himself up. And if it's a girl, she low because she lazy. And as a kid, you know what? That make that that does make sense. But that has absolutely nothing to do with the gender of your baby, depending on how your stomach is. So what were some that y'all remember from being pregnant or that you were told when you were pregnant? Um, somebody dreaming about fish. So that means somebody in the family pregnant. I've heard that mm -hmm. one. I've heard that I, one. Why couldn't it be just they hungry? Or 
or they like fishing or they ain't been fishing in a while and right yeah i i didn't see how that one played into it either or have y'all heard the one that when you put the something over the woman's stomach and if it goes up and down it's a boy mm-hmm. if it goes in a circle mm-hmm. hello you ain't never heard that one lady I never heard that one. really oh, yes wow. I don't know which direction is what gender. Don't quote me on that. Mm -hmm. But it's something that if it goes up and down, it can tell you if it's a girl. Or if it goes in a circle, it's a... (laughs) And I think some of it, too, you know, when, when we were brought over here, our people were trying to make sure that they... You know, when somebody strips you from your, your homeland and bring you to a foreign land, you lose a lot of your, um, you know, traditions mm-hmm. and, and religions and stuff like that. And I think it started from them trying to hold on to some of that stuff that they had to leave back over there. Mm-hmm. And then, as you know, as time goes on, people add to it, take away from it, put different stuff on it. And then that, once it gets to you, it'd be like, that don't even that make, make sense. sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, it you know. Don't growing up with it and some of it is just it's really harmless like it can't hurt it can't help so sometimes it's just ingrained in you to do it and it's it's second nature like I just recently stopped worrying about putting my purse on the floor because mm-hmm. a few years ago when I worked at the bank and a few of my co-workers when I would see their purse on the floor baby I would just go off on them like Put your pick your purse up. You gonna be broke. Yeah, and they were looking at me like, "What?" I've said Man. that to some people too, and again, they were looking at me like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Had never right. even <laughs> heard of it before. But when you think about it, if I've been keeping my purse off the floor for thirty five years, <laughs> and uh, it ain't got more or no less money than it did, <laughs> come on now, come on. I mean, other than the fact. To me, I don't like putting my purse on the floor, especially depending on where I am because everybody's flow ain't clean. Because uh, of germs. Uh, because of germs. Not for the sake of me being broke or not broke. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. But I want to uh, read some of the stuff that I saw online because I told you I just ran with these topics and these little uh, superstitions and tales. So the one pregnant, it says several cultures suggest that if an expecting mom-to-be was to look at a ugly animal or something that (laughs) resembled that you would have an unpleasant looking baby. Now, why would you tell a young mother that if she, come on, I'm like, who makes this? My mother told me that. She what? told me when I was pregnant, she told me you don't look at it, you don't stare at anybody, you don't talk about anybody because you don't want to end up on your back. I've heard about the, I've heard about the don't talk about somebody, mm-hmm. especially. Me, don't stare at nobody either. I ain't if heard I about the stare. Don't stare. <laughs> I haven't heard about the stare, but I definitely heard about the don't talk mm-hmm. about somebody or make fun of like their mm-hmm. shortcomings right. or something like yeah. that. Turn because your head. She was like, turn your head. Yep. I think it, yeah. it got more to do with who you're making a child with and who you're right. looking at. <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. Or <laughs> how is it don't look at scary movies or mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm I, like somebody told me one um you don't eat spicy food because you'll burn the baby eyes out. Oh, wow. And I was eating jalapenos on my pizza and everything. <laughs> and that's one on my list, too. Uh, when I get to that one further on down about the, the heartburn and the spicy food. And that was another one that had me kind of twisted. And I'm like, well, I'll be damned. But, okay. <laughs> so, the other one. Did y'all remember hearing that when you're pregnant that you shouldn't lift your arms? Mm-hmm. Cause it um yeah. twist the the bug, umbilical cord mm-hmm. and choke the baby. Mm-hmm. There is no scientific evidence <laughs> to suggest that that is even possible mm-hmm. or true. Because even women who are on limited movement, it really depends on how your baby moves on the inside and how he get himself all twisted and tangled. The yep. term is on whether or not that cord gets around his neck. It has nothing to do with you. I mean, because if you think about it, if you even go back to, like we said, our ancestors, them women worked. They worked harder oh, yeah. than any man. So if they were able to, you know, bear childbirth and didn't have no issues with umbilical cord, then we know it has absolutely nothing to do with you know, being moving excessively or moving your arms or whatever, because they have been and pop the baby on cotton aisle three and be back up picking cotton two days later. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes, indeed. So I was like that, that, that has nothing to do with it. So I was very um, surprised, but not really, because again, it was one of those things that when you hear it, that sound like it could be logic. You know, that That sound like it could be true. But when I started reading, they was like, there is no scientific proof that that is even possible. Sure. Anytime I was growing up and I thought you could get pregnant just by humping on somebody, you'll believe anything. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That was their way of trying to just scare you to sit your tail down somewhere and don't yeah. let, yeah. Yeah. So did y'all hear the other one about if you have frequent heartburn that your baby will have a head full of hair? Uh, Yes. My mother, uh, my mother used to say that. And it actually happened to her. Well, I don't know. It was a myth. I came out with a lot of hair. Mm -hmm. And she had heartburn real, real bad. Really? She had it really, really bad. But she said she knew it was my hair because that my, her mother had told her and it, it, child, I came out with a lot of hair, but she said she had it really, really bad. Now, Mm Erica, Lady B, mm-hmm. what scientific proof? <laughs> I mean, if you think know, about it, what would the hair? To me, but I don't know if that's what made it right. happen. But what would the hair have to do with you have? How is that even? I don't know, honey. <laughs> that's why I'm like, well, we that bored that we just started making up stuff started making up stuff that you know yeah so (laughs) even beyond the pregnancy um even with the ones when it comes to raising kids or having kids um the one that i never could understand which i'm sure y'all heard too is the one with the dime on the string around the baby's necks 
can't remember what that one was. What's what's that? I want to say it was because it will help them have um, easier teething. Is that what that one was with the dime? Did you ever hear of that one, Lady B? Mm-mm. I heard of the uh, the quarter on the um, belly button mm-hmm. for the navel. So you have the navel to push it, push it in. So yep. you won't have, so you won't have, you won't have an Audi. Yep. Now is that before the umbilical cord fall off, or if they do have that um, hernia? No, that's if they. That's the uh, to make the umbilical cord fall off. And so the navel can go in, and the navel can actually go in on its own naturally. They tape a cord. My, my grandmother actually was a nurse. She taped the quarters to all of us. Okay, so that was going to be my next question. How mm-hmm. do they even just let it sit there a minute, but they taped it? They tape it, uh, and, they, and you wash around it and everything, and eventually it would fall off on its own, and then you, your child would have an inner. It wouldn't have an outer. Now... Why they just couldn't get some galls and just, <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I can get the, the idea because it is some logic here because you want the pressure to hold it down mm-hmm. so it don't protrude. But mm-hmm. why did it have to be a quarter? Why just couldn't right. be, I don't know, why couldn't just mm-hmm. be gauze or old granddaddy's sock that he don't wear just something to just hold it (laughs) you know just to hold it in i mean but why specifically a quarter Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know maybe they had their own they own own medicines and remedies i kind of vaguely remember the quarter but i definitely remember the dime or the one that if your kid don't wear shoes they ain't gonna walk right or Mm-hmm. with the walking or it helps them mm-hmm. easier to walk or whatever I didn't like that either <laughs> I, I didn't like that either because I hated them hard bottom ass shoes I, I those mm-hmm. were the hideous shoes mm-hmm. I hate them things and don't piss off a kid that's wearing them Lord Jesus oh, they, <laughs> kick you and hurt. <laughs> they hurt bad so yes. yeah <laughs> so one of the other uh, superstitions that I saw which at the time as a child I thought was true that a cat can steal the breath out of your baby's mouth. I ain't never seen or heard that happen. I heard of people saying that can happen, but I don't know. I guess, I don't know. I've heard of it, but I've never. Again, no scientific (laughs) way that that can happen, but the only thing is, just like any other pet, people keep your pets away from your children. Watch your, don't just fully trust, you know, your pets, cats, dogs, whatever with your child. But one thing I can say is that probably the milk that the baby drinks will attract a cat to right, probably right. lick around, but not to the point that they're going to inhale all the right. breath. Smother them. Yeah, it's just take all. Come on now, I'm yeah. like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, so that the, one. The other thing about the the black cat was bad luck. Um, if a mm-hmm. black cat crossed the street, you, you go, go you go the other way. way. Mm-hmm. So so what? So what if it's the only way for me to get where I'm going? What am I do? Mm-hmm. Or better yet, yeah, what if you turn around it's and there's three three more luck. black cats staring at you, watching to see which way you finna go? Mm-hmm. So what are you finna do? So. I well, never understood mirror, that one either. Mirror, you got bad luck for seven, de- seven years. Yeah. 
Or better yet, does it start when I break the mirror immediately, or does it start the next day? Right. Right. <laughs> and again, who? Where did this even come from? Where? Mm-hmm. It, I mean, why is it seven years? Right. Right. And what about the? Uh, don't sweep my feet with the broom because yeah. they go. I'm gonna go to jail. You go piss. No, no, I haven't seen that. The one not for jail, but I thought it was just bad luck. It's bad luck. Yeah. Some well, they. I get. See, that's how they add more to it. Yes. I ain't never I heard that one luck. about the jail. Yeah, you sweep my feet. I'm gonna go to jail. Now what? you gotta spit on the broom. Mm-hmm. You gotta spit on the broom to break the curse. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have not like, heard about the so going to jail. You're gonna go to jail. I mean, if you didn't, if you didn't do nothing to go to jail, you still gonna go to jail. I never heard that one uh, affiliated with the broom sweeping of the feet. I just thought it was just general bad luck. Mm-hmm. Some bad, but well, I guess what she's saying. They what when they told her, they said like some bad like going to jail. Mm-hmm. What happened to you? Because that's what they say. You you get sweet with the broom. Anything bad will happen to you. You just gonna be bad luck prone. So you gotta spit on the broom to break your bad luck, or you gonna something <laughs> happen. You'll walk out the house and then you go to jail for no reason. Right. <laughs> so Sometimes. what was the what was tied to the throwing the salt over the shoulder? I remember the spitting the broom, but what caused people to throw salt? Over shoulder, I can't remember. I don't that know. One. I think that has something to do with like a, a bad spirit. Yeah, I think so too. It was. I think she's right. It's something mm-hmm. about getting rid of spirit. Okay, it says after salt is believed to ward off evil spirit yeah, spirits, the, the and evil after spirit. a funeral, salt is thrown over the left shoulder. Yeah. To prevent evil spirits from entering the house, Lord mm-hmm. have mercy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you did you uh you see did you see one about um a man must walk in the house first on New Year's Day or you're gonna have bad luck if a woman walk in? I've heard that, but I didn't think it was just on New Year's Day. I thought it was like period. That no, a man it, it, should it, walk in a house well, first. The way my grandmother the way they believe in South Carolina is um the first day of the year. If the first person walking your house is a woman, you won't have bad luck that whole year. If the first person walking your house is a man, then you'll be okay. But if it's a woman, you're gonna have bad luck the whole year. Yes, indeed. Not if you don't let. So you're supposed to just let them sit outside until a man come. Yes, my Uh, grandmother. She was sick about it. She would literally call my brothers over and be like, "I need you to come over." Are you serious? (laughs) She didn't want me to leave and and be and come back before. So. You just come over here for yeah. My grandma, my grandma was very, uh, <laughs> my grandma was very into very superstitious, huh? And, and spiritualism, you know, she's from the the uh, Geechee West Indian culture. They heavy into spiritualism and voodoo. She played no games. Wow, no. voodoo is a whole nother. <laughs> you, um, baby, she played no games. <laughs> now another one I heard on the New Year's is that you don't do laundry. Yes, I couldn't know you supposed to do laundry, and you don't do it on the last day either. You don't do it on New Year. 
you probably do it two, three days before the end of the year. Don't do it on the don't do it on the last day and don't do it on the first day. So you don't really? wash. It's the something about day, washing away. Wash somebody out your family. What? Now, see, I ain't what? heard the wash away out your family. I heard that you would just wash away your New Year's luck or something like that. Yeah, see, the way they tell me you would wash away someone out your family or a loved friend. Someone close to you, you would wash them out if you did laundry on that very last day of the year. When you went to that New Year, you would wash somebody um away. <laughs> so, I don't So every year since I've been ground, I do laundry like December, like Christmas. And I won't do laundry no more than January 10th. <laughs> what? I wait, I wait a whole, a whole, and I normally wash every week, but that last week, I wait two weeks before I wash. Yes, indeed. <laughs> That's a new one. I ain't heard that one. Oh, yeah. I know for New Year's, they say, um, you got to eat the cabbage and the black eyed peas mm-hmm. to have good, good luck for the year. And mm-hmm. money for the cabbage, the green. Money and good luck. Uh-huh. And then, um, uh, yeah. my, my aunts and uncles, they used to put uh, a nickel or a quarter in the pot mm-hmm. of the cabbage. Mm-hmm. For what? And oh, cook, wow. Cook it with the, uh, with the nickel in the bottom for of the pot. For what? For the money. For what? For the money. For the money. Okay, it's enough to cook the cabbage, but I never heard that people put money in the bottom of the pot. Miss T, I'm going to call you on New Year's and make sure you got your money for your cabbage. Yes, put your money in the bottom of your pot. And (laughs) just just make sure you call me before I wash my clothes, because I'm not with that crap. Hey, come on, man. Mm-mm. Yeah, when you be working and coming and you don't know which way is up, the last thing you think about is what day it is and I, I'm on my last pair of good underwear. I ain't got time to be thinking about, no. Yeah, and I, I used to be worried about what if somebody get the nickel in their food and swallow it? So does it mean anything special if somebody gets the nickel out? It don't mean nothing I just heard you got to boil the, boil the cabbage, cook the cabbage with it in the pot. I've to, never uh, heard of that. For the money to get to, to make sure you uh, get money during the year. Well, maybe that's why I ain't never got none. Because I ain't right. put no Because <laughs> I've never heard that. I've never heard that. Yeah, I've never heard the nickel. All crazy superstitions. Uh, this one... It's, I ain't gonna say logical, but I, I can kind of get the gist of it. And it says, keep a window or a door open at midnight to let the old year leave and usher in the fresh new year with the new wind. So. See, my grandma would raise the window. She would raise the window. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we grew up, I grew up in Chicago, so it was cold. Mm. I like mm. that. I like that one. This one says is a don't that you don't do on New Year's. And that's cry on the first day of the year must be avoided. One must always be happy and in good spirits on the New Year. If you cry on New Year's for a sad reason, you will have sadness the whole year. Oh, no. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. That's, (laughs) I mean, mm mm-mm. No, I, so I don't believe that lose, either. People lose loved ones on every day of the year, so mm-hmm. you can't avoid certain things. You can. Mm-hmm. I mean, and what if that was a, a day of a, a birthday of a past loved one or, 
you know, just a special day, an anniversary or something like mm -hmm. that. You can't control, you know, your you can't control your emotions. I mean, first of all, it could be the Hennessy. It could not necessarily be that I'm sad. <laughs> I know. The, and you know, people drink on that day. You know you're going to have some crying you, Yes. Drink. You know you're going to cry. You know you're going to cry because you're going to think about the stuff that you did the year before and how this year going to be your year to get it right. Yes. People are going to cry. Yes. That, But that's a happy, good cry. So... <laughs> yeah i like that one so my next list or thing on my list i wanted to go back to uh the one when you said the spicy food uh-huh and have you heard people say how you know you don't supposed to eat spicy food because it causes ulcers mm -hmm. that is not scientifically <laughs> true and i thought it was because when you think about it, spicy food, you know, aggravating the lining of your stomach, yeah, you know, that's, it's not. And I was very shocked. They said spicy food aggravates ulcers in most people. But what causes ulcers is a bacterial infection mm -hmm. in your stomach. Right. And that makes more sense. And that makes logical sense. Because if you eat spicy food, it's not going to be in there long enough to eat a hole in your stomach. Exactly. It's going to pass all through and going on to the other side of the other, uh, other mountain. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> yeah. actually, your stomach acid is, is more dangerous than that spicy food. Yeah. It will aggravate the, the lining of your stomach. It, yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. But I thought over these years that if you ate spicy food, that you should limit your spicy food because you didn't want, you know, to have ulcers. You go have ulcers. You keep eating all that, <laughs> that, that food. And that was not that was not the cause. So my other thing I was looking at was, you know, on the lines of the, the superstitions. And the uh, ones with the. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was one of my big ones. Honey. I still do that one. <laughs> okay. So I thought it was only one hand. But it's if the right hand itches, you will earn money. When mm -hmm. your left hand, you lose it. Yeah. I thought it was either hand I'm getting paid. I didn't think <laughs> it was nothing. I didn't think nothing was tied to actually losing money. I thought it also meant that you would get money regardless of what hand itched. So. And then also they say when it's itched, you're not supposed to scratch it because you scratch the money out of your hand. What? When your hand started itching, you're supposed to put it in your pocket. Oh, wow. I never heard that. Mm -hmm. Okay, see, then that would explain a lot because I ain't never got nothing after my hand <laughs> I've never heard to put it in your pocket. Mm -hmm. Okay, what if you ain't got no pockets? Huh? What if you don't have pockets? Yeah. Go grab your purse and just oh put your gosh. hand in your purse. <laughs> I know, right? I've never, I've never heard of that one. <laughs> have y'all ever had that to happen like before or a lot or just here and there? Throughout your life? I've had it happen before, but I believe it was just coincidence. I don't think it really meant anything, you know. It I, happened a lot for me. 
But did you think that that's what it meant? Was that money was coming? Yeah, Yeah, I... Because I work for myself, I know when it's coming. I know when Mm -hmm. I'm going to get a call. Because when that hand hits, it's it's like almost... It's it's, it's in tune. I'm getting ready. The call is coming coming through about some money. And I don't know if because I'm... I'm spiritually into stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why it's, yeah, I'm in tune to it, so I pay attention to it, but I don't know. But yeah, it happens a lot for me. Hmm. Yeah. It might be just in tune with you because I think mm-hmm. certain things, just like certain superstitions, for some people, mm-hmm. that stuff is like on time, on the dot. Right. Like, without failure, if it happens, then XYZ is going to happen. But for somebody mm-hmm. else who, eh, ain't no big deal. Right. Mm-hmm. That part. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So this is someone's I had never heard of before. That when a cat sneezes three times, it's going to rain for 24 hours. I ain't never heard of that one. I ain't never heard of that one. Uh, that if you walk under the ladder, you have bad luck. We have heard of that one. Yeah. Heard that one. If you step on your shadow, it brings you good luck. I've never heard of that one. Never heard of that one. Dig this one. If a girl drinks salt water, now you got to tell this one to your girls, Erica. If she drinks salt water before she goes to sleep, she will see her future husband in her dreams. <laughs> I ain't never heard that one either. I ain't never heard no, 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 no. Or if you dream about a dog, you will have a lot of enemies. Wow. Well, I I heard if you dream about a snake, yeah, that means a, a uh, enemy, enemy is close can, or right. The yeah. enemy is close or plotting on you. Yeah, I've heard the snake. Heard one. The She's snake right. It's too. a snake. One. It's evil. It's coming for you. Mm-hmm. Someone's plotting on you. I've heard the snake one too, but I ain't never heard of no damn dog. Um, <laughs> Um, let me see. What was these other ones? So we talked about the mirror and the, the seven years of bad luck. Uh, if you sleep with your feet towards the door, which I do, a Ooh. night walker will steal your soul. Now, they don't specify what or who a night walker is. It just says a night walker will steal your soul. If you sleep with your feet towards, towards the door. The door. Yes, indeed. I ain't heard that one. I have y'all heard the one if you um <clears throat> if you have a dream about somebody that's passed away, you're not supposed to touch them in your dream. Mm-mm. I heard that one before. You if you having a dream about somebody who has passed away, like somebody in your family, um, you're not supposed to like hug them or touch them because in the dream. If you touch them, the dead person in the dream, then you'll die. Oh, wow. Now, the one I did hear about the one death is that when someone is dying, that you shouldn't reach out and touch them. You know how when somebody might get shot, stabbed, and the first thing they do is try to grab the person next? They was like, you're not supposed to do that. Because whatever energies, whatever, what transmit from them to Mm. you. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And 
some things you you think about and i'm like okay so when somebody reach after you and you know they having a heart attack and, and i'm like okay i'm trying to be comforting but is you finna die or do i need you know do i touch you mm-hmm. is you finna transfer right. you ain't even thinking about that you trying to help make sure they don't you just trying to make sure they help but then y'all i think about the movie chucky and the little doll the, the man touched the doll and he transmitted himself to the doll <laughs> i'm like now it might be some logic in this thing now. If somebody touches <laughs> it might be some logic if 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 you touching me and and yeah, you on your way to the upper room. I mean, if you going up or are you going down, I need to know. So, <laughs> so uh, this one is, of course, we heard this one that if you open an umbrella in the house or in a covered mm-hmm. that it'll bring you bad luck yeah yeah if a dog howls at night death is near i ain't never heard that one i ain't never heard that one either i mean they howl out they howl at night daytime they howl all the time but you think about when do they howl like that the most at night i've never heard dogs just howl, howl in the morning during the day you know, you might get a one-off here and there, but you hear dogs howl like at night. I ain't never just, mm-hmm. yeah. So that one, yeah, you know, and what dogs, about the one that uh, death coming three? When you hit one death, you're gonna hit three of them. Okay, it's some somewhat logic to that because mm-hmm. I've actually had that to happen, and very recently in my family, and it kind of freaked me out because, mm-hmm. yeah. And they, yeah, they do come in like threes, and not even just necessarily people in your family. It might right. just be even three people you know, personally. Right. Yeah. That's so. normally has with me. It don't always be my family. It could just be. I've had uh, recently. I've had three old coworkers that I don't even work with anymore. They they wow. each other three different jobs, and I got news they all passed away. It's mm-hmm. always. Wow. And I worked in the emergency room in Chicago for uh, 10 years. And most of our deaths, we always would get three in the same night. We caught them. We would. Miss T, this going to freak you out. Wait, because I'm like, wait, you see me getting my cup. Wait. Yeah, uh, this this, this <laughs> part going to freak you out. But when you work in the emergency room, especially in Chicago, you don't have. You, my, my friends say you don't have no soul. You ain't got no spirit. <laughs> um, We would say, do you hear them? The deaf angels are here. They collecting souls, cause it was always to be around around three a.m. two thirty to three. That's that's when the when they start was, coming in. Yeah, and they come and three o'clock is is normally the enemy's hour time frame, and that's when they start. And we would say. They're here. They're so y'all pretty much would go ahead and tie your shoestrings on your Nikes tight, cause Get y'all ready. knew it was finna go. It's about to come. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. Now that's that's I mean, especially for it to be probably like on time clockwork every single time. Mm-hmm. Whew. Yeah, oh, wow. that's scary. I I can see the threes because for me it was this past year in 2020. My my aunt died in December, and the date of her funeral. My cousin died the morning of the funeral of our aunt. And a couple months later, our cousin of the same aunt passed away also. And all this was like within 
five months, six months, and and it didn't dawn on me till I was having a conversation with someone when we were talking about how death come in threes, and I'm like, yeah, and then I realized that has happened to you know our family here recently. It has came into the into the threes. So wow, I I kind of think it is some logic to the, I don't know. It's somebody you know. If you know someone passed away, then be on the lookout because you go hear about somebody else or someone you related to. Yeah. Okay, so this one is if you put sugar into the cup first before you put your tea, that you'll have good luck. I ain't never heard that one. <laughs> I ain't never heard that. Now, this one I have, that if you blow all your candles out at one time on your birthday cake, that you have good luck. Uh-uh. You never heard Dang. that? You know, because that's the goal. When you have all these candles, that you blow uh-huh. them out in one blow. Wow. Yeah. I, and if you I don't. I knew that. Yeah, if you don't, then you don't get your wish. So, when you make your birthday wish, you got to blow all the candles out in one breath. At one time. Yeah. So, <laughs> at my age now. I am at the number candles. I don't don't put all them individual ass candles on my cake. Just give me the two numbers. The two numbers. Cause I yeah, I ain't got that much air no more. So yeah, and I need my wish. So uh, the hanging the garlic in the house for good luck. Y'all heard that one? For garlic, you have. But your grandmama, I'm just gonna say she she kept garlic and peppers hanged up, sew them together and hang them up. So what the peppers for? The peppers is good luck too. Ah, uh, the the garlic was the reward of uh, bad spirits, and um and the the purple the peppers. I don't know what the peppers was for, but she kept them as well. She she would sew them together and hang them and make them like a a thread a chain, and keep them hanged up. Mm-hmm. I'll be damn. I I mean I've heard of it, and when I think of garlic, for some reason I I think of you know I guess the vampires the the I guess that is a bad <laughs> That's spirit. What so of. yeah, the evil spirit. Yeah, I'm thinking of you know evil spirit. So yeah, and when we were talking about the the Did dreams. Did you hear about the onions? Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. Don't let when you you know when you know how you get white or yellow onions when uh-huh. you know how the um. Them out the outer peelings, uh, when you come from the store, how it be uh, falling off. Uh huh. They they said don't let them fall on your floor. Something's gonna cause the argument. What? Like your house. Whoever comes in your house or whoever in your house, if you have onion peelings on your floor, it makes it causes confusion. I've never heard that. Mm-hmm. It causes. Mm-hmm. I witnessed it a couple times when I was younger with my, with my family. I was a kid though. <laughs> they used to buy. They used to buy a lot of onions. And they would be, and so if you don't let peelings fall on the floor, you will. It will cause confusion. It will be arguments. Okay, but what if the onions are funions? You think it will be like the same? Okay, okay. I just needed some clarity because, yeah. All right. <laughs> Making sure we talking about the same kind of onions here. So. <laughs> now, when we talking about the dreams, uh, you said something about don't touch. A person, but the person has to be passed away. You yes. said that you don't touch. Okay. So, what about the running in your dream? That there will be a change in your life if you're running. I can't never remember if I've ever ran in my dream. Mm, I never heard that one. I don't, I don't think I have. 
I've never heard it, and I don't think I've ever dreamed I was running. Mm-mm. I don't have plenty of dreams of falling, just falling and falling and never hitting oh, nothing. Oh, my gosh. I hate that crap. Yeah, the falling one. They I do not. not like that fall. I do that not. That one's scary. Yeah. Or... You Have you tried to, to, when you are asleep on your back and you can't wake up and they're talking about the witch riding your, what is it, the rit, the witch? I had that before ha too. I do not like Where that. And I woke up, well. You can't I wake had, up. <laughs> I, yeah, I was in so much, I was in terror. I was. That is not a good feeling. I was trying to talk. You can't talk, and, I, and my words couldn't wouldn't come out. Your eyes probably couldn't open. And I was trying open. to move, and I couldn't move. Nope. And when I finally did get free, I cried like a baby. I was like, something was on me. Yep. Have you ever had that to happen, Lady B? Uh. -uh. That, that is not a good feeling. I've had that to happen a couple times, and. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of people probably can relate and do know about the witch, but scientifically, there's no witch. Uh, <laughs> it's actually called, it's sleep paralysis. Yeah. That, yeah. But when yeah. you hear the witch, you just make it sound so much more <laughs> scary. And then the way you feel, you know it got to be something evil on you. Because I can't even move. I can't say nothing. I can't mm -hmm. open my eyes. It is not a good feeling at all i hate yeah. that feeling Shoot. i i That's hate that scary. feeling i don't like that one um if you dream of a monkey if you dream of a monkey or a snake some friend will deceive you now i knew of the snake but not the monkey yeah i know about right. the snake not the monkey i ain't never heard of the monkey uh, if you dream of death, then it's a sign of birth. I have heard of that. Um, if you see a crow in your dream, you will feel sad and disappointed. Now, I don't think I've heard about the crow in your dream, but ha have y'all heard anything about when you see a crow, period? Mm -mm. You know how if you just out and all of a sudden this damn crow just come and just out of nowhere... <laughs> Now I don't see them on. I, well, I don't see you know. I don't see plenty of horror movies where the crow signifies somebody was about to it, die, about to die <laughs> or something. Yeah, yeah. But I never heard about yeah. it. Seeing it in your your dream, but mm -mm. this is one that we were talking about. The fall that y'all were talking about. It says if you dream of falling, it may represent your insecurity, mm -hmm. a lack of self confidence. A fear of failure or an inability to cope with the situation. Mm -hmm. That could have been true for me, all of them. Because <laughs> I'm like that, especially that inability to cope with a situation. Mm -hmm. I, I can see that definitely. Yeah, because it's easy, when, especially when you, you go to sleep with something on your mind, something you're dealing with, you know, you got to face. Yeah, because that's normally when I have my, my dream of falling. I'm mm -hmm. Really? I've never mm -hmm. I've never matched mine up that way. Mm -hmm. Something I'm going through at that time and it's on my mind. 
and I wound up having that, that, that dream of I'm falling. And then I checked into it. You're right. It's exactly that. That's that fear of failure. I'm going to have to, to, like, whenever that happens, if it happens again, I'm going to have to see. Pay attention to what you're going yeah, through. Yeah, to what I'm probably going through. Wow. Because you, you know your when we go to sleep, our minds is not really at rest yet. Yeah. I'm not mining. Yeah, your body is, but your mind has it. That brain is still working. And you have not um went to sleep yet. So, you know, it takes a while for us. It's, it's like they say it's three different levels of sleep. And mm-hmm. so it takes a while before we fall in. That's why some of us, you know, some days you just be like, oh, I had a good a good rest last that night. Because you got all, you, you reached got that third, that third level but of every sleep. every night we don't all reach that third level, get that good, deep deep sleep because of what a lot of times the stress that we're going through in Mm -hmm. real life yeah i actually have insomnia and i went almost a whole year and maybe had 24 hours of sleep (laughs) the whole year it had gotten so but then i had to think of how could i even have gone through that but i was younger Mm -hmm. my kids were younger so i definitely was going here going there you know, I was going to school, I'm going to work. I was constantly moving and doing something until one day my body mm-hmm. like a Mack truck crashed. <laughs> when crashed. I tell y'all I crashed, I crashed. I know I slept for two days straight. Like wow. Crashed. And mm-hmm. I started, you know, like with the the trackers. I don't know if y'all track y'all sleep, but I have to take prescription meds just to go to sleep. Otherwise, regardless of how tired I am, like you were saying, Lady B, my mind uh-huh. would constantly be going. I mean, I can uh-huh. be dog tired, can't speak, can't open my eyes, but my brain was still constantly going. Uh-huh. And when I started looking at my sleep, I would see out of, you think, Average seven hours of sleep is what we're supposed to get seven hours. Out of that seven hours, only one hour and 30 minutes would be that deep sleep. The mm-hmm. rest wow. of it would be like moderate sleep. And then the rest would be mm-hmm. like light. So I, I, and that's what I would feel like. I'm like, I go to bed. I went to sleep at eight o'clock. But I wasn't sleep sleep. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, I can see that. I'm going to have to kind of pay attention to them falls and what I'm going through in my life during that time. Because now, I mean, that that's deep. I mean, the inability to cope, self-confidence, lack of security, that's... That's real. That's whew, real. Wow. Uh, if you dream of a kangaroo, you will enjoy unexpected and exciting trips. I ain't never seen no damn kangaroo. I ain't never dreamed of no kangaroo. Yeah, which explains why I don't never go nowhere. So, <laughs> if you dream of a wedding, there will be death in the family. Yeah. Have I heard that one? If you dream of a wedding, there'll be death in the family. That, that kind of sounds familiar to me. That if you dream of a wedding, there'll be death in the family. If you dream of eating honey, you will attain wealth and love. If you dream of receiving a letter from a friend, then you will hear from them very soon. So, I ain't got no letters. So, (laughs) (laughs) 
ain't I ain't heard from nobody. Uh, if you dream of mice, you will have domestic trouble. Wow. Mice. Yeah. I never dreamed of mice. Mm. I never heard of that one either. If a woman dreams of yarn, she soon will become the wife of a wealthy man. <laughs> See, some of this shit somebody made up. They ain't had nothing Brown else to do. Because no uh, it don't even make no sense. If you uh -huh. dream that you are dancing, some unexpected good fortune will come to you. Okay, see, now I know this a lot. If you dream of eating ham, <laughs> you will lo lose something that means a lot to you. Eating ham? If you eating. dream of eating ham, or if you see <laughs> almonds in your dream, then you will have a temporary sorrow. Somebody made this shit up for real. Cause this, right. Yeah. Because you rarely, you rarely see the actual foods in your dreams. Yeah, right. that's why I'm like, come on, this this does not even, this doesn't make sense. So, nope. yeah. Uh-uh. No, so, these were some of the, the things that were on my mind when it came to, like, them old wives' tales. I, I really do think that some of us was just that boring and we have nothing else going on in our life. That we just started making up stories and they just sounded good. Because some of them do sound good. Don't get me wrong. Some of them are very damn convincing. Because mine was, I think I had just, did I just have a baby? And my grandma was like, well, you can't wash your hair a lie. My hair been up in this bun for, I'm finna go wash my hair. You can't wash your hair until after six weeks. Who says that? What is it going to do because I wash my hair? Or after you have a baby or once your menstrual cycle come on, you don't supposed to go outside. How? Why? What? What? I mean, yeah. all those little things, it sounds logical, but it can't be avoided. I mean, you or some people mm -hmm. don't think that you should even bath when you're on right. your menstrual. Right. right. Mm. And what about the one... Um, no. If you on your if you on your menstrual, don't hold a baby because you're gonna give them a, a, a right or strain constipation. Yeah. You give them strain and constipation if you hold them while you on your period. That shit is not true. That is not true. <laughs> because you think about it, why would it not happen to our own kids if if that was true? Because we gotta hold them. We nursing them. When you bring them home, you is on your period. <laughs> so how is that, you know, how would that not affect? I Yeah, I heard that one too. And I've even had someone to ask me that, like when I was like in my young, late, um, early 20s, should I say, late teens. And, you know, somebody have a baby and, you know, oh, can I, you ain't on your period. I, what the hell? Like, well, shit. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, you had that, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, y'all, this is, yeah, too much. It, it is too much. I didn't like that one. So, I didn't like that one at all. Or the the coffee stunts the growth. Uh, mm -hmm. And there is no. They say that is false. Coffee does not affect your your growth at all. So. Uh, yeah, so some of these are a bit uh, far-fetched, but some Very. of them do make you think. So this was just something I thought was kind of fun, yet, you know, kind of...
kind of skeptical and suspect at the same time, you know, especially with these onion peelings on the floor and the nickel in the pot of cabbage. That's oh. <laughs> and that, yeah. Try it this year and see if you get it. I know, right? You know, you know what? I'm sick of black eyed peas because folks be asking, Are you make sure you got. I don't eat them. No, yeah. no, I'm not. Mm-mm. No, I'm not. I, I love me some cabbage, but I don't want no black Love cabbage, but I don't love it that I'm just going to make sure I cook it on, you know, New Year's Day. It's not that, no, it's not that serious. So. Right. Yeah. So I want to thank you ladies for having this little chat with me. And I want to give each one of you the floor so you can go ahead and plug your podcast again and where everyone can listen to you on those platforms as well. Miss Lady B. I am again. I am the host, uh, Lady B, of Unapologetically Living Without the G. You can find me on all podcast um, listening, um, Apple, Spotify, um, I am, uh, I, I, you can also, if you want to reach me, if you would like to be a guest on my show, it's a lifestyle podcast. You can reach me at unapologeticallyfearless, the number one at gmail.com. Awesome. And my name is Erica Warren, and my podcast is Dope Discussions with Erica. And you can catch us live every Sunday, 630 Central Standard. Um, 7.30 Eastern Standard. You can also listen to our audio podcast on all um, podcast listening platforms. Um, You can follow us on Instagram, which is dope discussions underscore pod. And if you would like to be a guest or if you have any ideas about topics you would like to hear me and my co-hosts discuss, you can email us at 3650gsuite at gmail.com. Okay, ladies, well, thank you again for having this discussion with me. And to all the listeners out there, thank you again for tuning in to Chats and Vibes with Miss T, uncut and unscripted. And until the next episode, y'all, later.